Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another amazing episode of the Host Team Podcast. My name is Jared Hogan. I'll be your host today. I'm hailing from Albany, New York, the frigid Northeast. And today we've got a conversation with Bill Bennett, the host team pastor from Life Church Midtown, as well as associate campus pastor. Bill's been attending Life Church since 2007, and he came on staff in 2013. And as he puts it, what God is doing through Life Church has changed he and his family's lives. I'm so excited for our conversation today. Bill's been at three different campuses, including launching the Northland campus in the Kansas City area. And this is a fantastic conversation around getting pumped up for your huddle, as well as why the host team huddle is so important. Let's not waste any time. Let's jump into my conversation with Bill Bennett. So when we're talking huddles here, you know, you, you've done this a few times, maybe a few hundred, possibly even <laughs> a few thousand times at this point. Yes, yes. Uh, all right, well, let's dive right in. So when you're looking at huddle content, and you've been doing it for quite a while now, how do you plan? Where do you get your huddle content from? Well, I think it's super important that we stick with our culture. All right, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel. And so we have some amazing core values, host team axioms, uh, as well as some things that, you know, the, the campus as a whole is going to be communicating from stage. And so uh, really the beginning stages of my planning process is all going to come down and boil down to what are we talking about from stage? Because I want to mirror that. And then what core values and stories do I have that can support what my campus pastor is going to be communicating from stage for the weekend? So you try to keep it kind of one vision throughout the campus for the weekend, one focus. Yeah, absolutely. I want to do anything and everything that I can do to move the ball down the field with whatever we are focused on uh, as a campus. Looking at the next let's say next four, six, eight weeks. Do you look that far out or are you planning week to week? No, I look that far out. I actually, people make fun of me. I've got one of those big desk calendars on my, uh, on my desk in paper form. And so, but the reason I do that is it allows me to forecast. It allows me to look to the future. It allows me to look at upcoming um, series, what those are going to be about, upcoming events, like maybe a sisters or an at the movies or Christmas build or whatever we're going to be talking about from stage. It gives me the opportunity to see that and get kind of a rough draft going, you know, really six, eight, sometimes even 12 weeks out. Now, you know, the direction you're going to be going, what you're trying to communicate. Now it's time to actually prepare. And let's start now, because I know you've been doing this for a while. How much time would you say you put in now to developing your huddle for the weekend? I mean, I would say now, even after the tenure that I've been on, on the team, I, it's still an hour, two hours a week of really preparing for it. And I mean, that's pretty incredible because I, I know we joked about this just a moment ago that you've done probably hundreds, maybe even thousands of huddles at this point, but to still put in that much time. Now, rewind earlier in your career here at Life Church, how much time would you say you were putting in then? Oh man, I'd spend like a day and a half. Wow. I mean, honestly, I would spend like the last half of the afternoon after staff meeting, and then I would spend almost the entire next day um, just trying to get something prepared and type, 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 delete, delete, type, 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 delete, delete. It would take me, take me about a day and a half to do it, but I wanted to do it well. The guest experience is too important for us not to be communicating some amazing vision to our volunteer leaders every single week. So you talk about that process, the type, 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 delete, delete, delete. Do you, did you, and do you write it out word for word? Do you do kind of a bullet point or is it just kind of floating around in your head? What's your process? Then? Man, for me, it is word for word, brother. I've had issues in the past with economies of uh, of, of my words. So for me, if I can type it out and memorize it and internalize it, it tends to go much better. Uh, it also tends to keep me focused on the task at hand. 
as well as being concise with whatever we're communicating for the weekend. Has there ever been a time that you thought, you know what, I got this. I don't need to type it out word for word. And you just went for it. And then maybe it didn't quite go as planned. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, there was there was a period of time I remember I was probably a year in and, you know, it was it was ego, right? Like thinking, man, I got this. I've been doing it long enough. It's no big deal. And it just so happened that that weekend, my campus pastor was uh, surprised me in, in our huddle. And we got to have a fun conversation that next week about making sure that I wasn't doing a, a seven minute huddle. <laughs> <laughs> so now in your preparation, you've typed it out. Do you make it a point during the week, whether you go during communication practice with your campus or do you grab some people and just say, Hey, can I bounce this off of you mm -hmm. to see how it hits somebody? What's your process there? Yeah. Majority of my feedback comes on the front end. Currently I don't do it in communication practice because I'm a stage communicator. And so that's what I practice in that practice. But I hold a, a separate practice session just for myself. I'll invite a few staff members in to give me some feedback. I'll do it early in the week so that I can implement that feedback and run through again on Thursdays. So that way it's weekend ready. In addition to that, whatever I've typed out, I send to uh, my campus pastor and the other ACPs at the team uh, at the campus. And I send it to them before I even actually verbally communicate what I'm thinking and have them give me some edits and some feedback on what I have typed out. I want to highlight that real quick. All of what you're saying, this is, uh, this is after being on staff on host team for six and a half going on seven years. Yep, 100%. Wow. What's the time frame you're shooting for when you're prepping your huddle? So I want my huddle to be no, I mean, if we've got a lot of details, five minutes would be the maximum, but everything I shoot for is three minutes and then a prayer. I think everything that we need to be able to communicate can be communicated in three minutes or less. You hit on those two times, three and five minutes. Why are those times in particular important? I mean, I think it's important because a couple of reasons. Number one, we've got to keep our team's attention right? We are rallying the troops, right? Like this is the opportunity for us. I mean, it's Super Bowl Sunday. We're, it's, we're in the locker room. We are motivating. We are inspiring our troops to go create the greatest guest experience at the, at, that's ever been, ever been created at our campus. We've got to keep their attention. Number two, service, there's guests. And that's more important than my team listening to me. The more concise I can keep it, the better I can keep their attention. And then the quicker we can go out and do what we are best at, which is creating an excellent environment for every guest. Now it's, it's Saturday, it's Sunday, it's time to deliver the huddle. You have like a pregame routine that you go through, something that you do to get yourself fired up so that you're bringing the, 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 the alacrity, the funk, the, the energy to your huddle. Is there something you do to get yourself ready? 100%, man. So one of the things that I have done for seven years, I will continue to do. But I tell myself that the host team huddle is the most important communication on the weekend. And so I have thoroughly, I've told myself this enough that I, I, I truly believe it. I believe it's more important than any of the worship music we're going to sing. I believe it's more important than anything our campus pastor or even Pastor Craig will communicate to the church. And here's why. Because our team sets the tone for people to be open to the truth of God's word. And so the reality is, is Pastor Craig, he could be teaching the best message that he has ever taught. But if we did not do our job creating an amazing environment, it's potentially falling on deaf ears. The better that I am at communicating to my team and inspiring and motivate th motivating them to do a fantastic job creating a great guest experience, the reality is Pastor Craig could teach the worst message he's ever taught. But if every single guest's hearts and minds are open to the truth of God's word, there's still going to be life change happening every single weekend, um, regardless. And so I want to do my absolute best uh, to inspire my team to bring their absolute best because 
we're going to have guests. And I want every single one of them to be open to the truth of God's word. Like, are you just picturing that in your mind as you're walking up to huddle? Or are you like off in a dark room with a hood up listening to Eminem eight mile? Like what, what, what's the context here? <laughs> Man, I honestly, I wish I was cool enough to be off in the corner in a dark room, a hoodie on listening <laughs> to some Eminem. But the reality is, man, is it's, I'm closing my eyes. I'm visualizing. So um, my wife and I, our lives were changed at Life Church, and we had an incredible guest experience. And that's part of our story is the guest experience that we had is something I'm so passionate about being able to recreate for other people. And I literally, I closed my eyes and I visualized that December 2007 when there was a golf cart that met us at our vehicle three blocks from the building before we ever even got out of our vehicle and gave us a ride and the people that were out front. So I'm visualizing what mine and my wife's guest experience was like that very first time. And that gives me that excitement and that passion to be able to share from, to be able to create that great environment for every single person that God's going to bring through our doors that day. And so that's what inspires me and motivates me and excites me to be able to cast vision to the team when we're doing huddles. That's super powerful. So as we kind of wrap up the conversation here, if you could give a host team pastor just one tip when it comes to huddles, what would it be? And I would say one of the biggest things that has helped me is, can, is being able to continue to remind myself and convince myself that the host team huddle is the most important communication on the weekend. I'm telling you, if you can tell yourself that enough to where you believe it, because the reality is, is none of us change lives. Like none of us, none of our team, Craig doesn't like God is who changes lives, but we're also not puppets, right? And so it's all based on free will. And so every single person that God brings through our doors, we want to make sure that their hearts and their minds are open to what God has for them. And there is every bit of importance to how we communicate to our team to inspire and motivate them to create a great guest experience has a direct impact on whether or not somebody's heart and mind is going to be open to what God has for them or is going to be closed. And so if you can convince yourself of that, I think that will lead to uh, much healthier habits when it comes to preparing and executing a hosting model. That's great, man. So now if you would, you've been doing this for a while. Would you lead us in a Bill Bennett hosting huddle? No, absolutely, man. And so one of the things about me, I'm super high energy. And so I like my team to have super high energy. And so you just want me to act like I've got a big team of people here and, and do Bro. the huddle? Bro, like it is like it is one of your prime services right, right now. Give us all you got. No, that's awesome. Hey, team, how's everybody doing this morning? Oh, Woo! come on. We know that you can do better than that. This is a great Sunday that God has given us to punch Satan in the face. How's everybody doing? <sighs> awesome. Hey, thank you guys so much for sacrificing each week to be a part of this amazing move of God. We got to see. So many people last weekend come from death to life as they surrendered their lives to Christ. And you know, here at Life Church, we have different host team axioms. And the one that I want to focus on today is set the temperature. We are thermostats, not thermometers. You see, thermostats, they set the temperature. Thermometers, they respond to the environment. They respond to the temperature around them. And guys, as a team, we are, we're thermostats. We get the first impression to set the temperature for the guest experience. And our body language and our interaction are a depiction of joy and positivity. You see, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, we, got to ex we got the opportunity to serve a family 
that has four children, but one of them has special needs. And unfortunately, these needs of this child have been a burden for this family finding a church home. However, because of the way each and every one of you welcomed this family in, and because of how you showed them Christ's love, they felt comfortable enough to open up about their child and his specific needs. So partnering with our Life Kids team, this family was able to attend church for the very first time through the beginning all the way to the end of service in over a decade. You see, you guys set the temperature from the moment that they even saw our parking lot all the way into the auditorium, allowing their walls to come down and allowing them to find their new church home, something they have been craving for a decade. So guys, let's be encouraged today as we have a chance to set the temperature for every single person that God brings through our doors today. Now, every time that we make eye contact, offer a friendly hello, shake a hand, and smile at someone, we are communicating Christ's love and acceptance of them. Let's pray. Bill, thank you so much for taking the time today. It's incredible your heart for host team and the guest experience as well as the story you shared. Folks, I hope you took note of that, the importance of our parking team. We talk about this all the time, but the first impression of our first impressions and the impact that this had on Bill's life. And now he's living out his calling because of what a parking team member did for him. Folks, I hope you join us on the next episode. We'll see you then.